Hi there, welcome to episode 4 of the 31k for 31 days podcast. Today I speak to Mountain Mike's Adventures, that's Mike Quinn from Westport. Uh, Mike took on the Ireland Way in 2018 and we focus on that in today's episode. He raised huge sums, over €10,000 for Jigsaw and the Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust. So enjoy and uh, see you later on. Okay, so today I'm joined uh, by Mike Quinn, Mike from uh, Mountain Mike Adventures uh, from from Instagram and Facebook and Challenge Your Life on YouTube. Um, I came across Mike a couple of weeks ago when I was getting started for the 31K for 31 Days Challenge and while looking for KBRT on Instagram, Mike's name kept on uh, piping up because he had done uh, a fantastic fundraiser uh, for KBRT and for Jigsaw. And today we're going to talk about that as well as uh, everything else that Mike does. So uh, it's going to be a fantastic conversation. Uh, stick with it till the end. And uh, yeah, so Mike, thanks for coming on. No worries at all, Brian. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking forward to this. It should be fun. Uh, have you done a podcast before? Uh, no, not a podcast. I've done a couple of radio interviews and stuff like that. But uh, this is my first, podca- first uh, podcast. Good stuff. Um, okay, so first of all, thanks for coming on. Um, right, so the Ireland Way. Tell me, when did you decide to take on the Ireland Way? And maybe you give uh, us a little bit of background on what it is. Yeah, so the Ireland Way is a 1,000 kilometre route that starts in Castletown Bear down at the very bottom of Cork. And it goes up through, um, it goes all the way up through the country um, until it hits the border. Um, that, that route is known as the Bear of Breffney Way. It follows the historical trail of Donald Campbell, Sullivan Bear, and his epic march up through the country back in 1604, I believe. And then once you hit the border, then you, you at Cavan, Fermanagh, you hit the border, and then you follow the Ulster Way up to Ballycastle, up to the very top, just past the Giants Causeway. Lovely. So, uh, yeah, it's a fairly extensive route. Very good. And uh, so when did this start to cross your mind that, you know, this could be the challenge for me? Yeah, I, I saw it advertised. Um, I saw it advertised a few years back and was like, geez, I'd love to do something like that. But as like a lot of people, I've done it myself and other things. So, oh, yeah, I do that sometime and I love doing that. But probably would have not, never got around to doing it. Um, I think the 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 moment I decided to do it was I suppose in unfortunate circumstances um um a friend of mine uh, Louise Fiore had uh, fallen off a balcony in Thailand and she died and uh, Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust were excellent in helping them and I would I was at I was at the funeral and um somebody had mentioned to me about the other charity I had um, that I uh, fun, uh, fundraised for and um, that little were going to be the, the charity sponsors. And I was kind of like, okay, that's fine. And as I was sitting in the funeral, I was just kind of looking around and it just kind of dawned on me that I was like, I've got to do something big here. You know, I've got to do something big. And then, as I mentioned, I, I, I chatted to that person yeah. And the idea for the fundraiser came up. I said, do you know what? Do you know what? Unfortunately, it's taken this horrible incident to happen. 
But I'm going to do this and nothing's going to stop me and I'm going to raise money for um, Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust and for Jigsaw. Great. And um, yeah, two fantastic charities. And you know, it's great to see the likes of Little getting behind some of these, uh, some of these charities as well. You know, I think that's very important. Um, so how does the Ireland way rank in terms of like the most difficult or longest treks that you can do in Ireland? Uh, it's, it's an interesting one because it goes through the two, um, if you'd like, for want of a better word, countries. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, so it goes through the two of them. Um, no other trail. See, our, the Republic has their trails and the North has their trails and none of them really intersect other than this one. Yes. Um, now, in terms of difficulty, it's very, very difficult due to its length. Um, I haven't done all the trails in Ireland. Um, a really, really cool, uh, really, really cool couple called Tough, uh, Tough Souls. I don't know if you've heard of them. I have actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ellie and Carol, they're they're, they're mates of mine. Um, they've done all the Waymark trails in in the south, and um, I'd say like the Kerry Way would be a very, very difficult one, but it doesn't have the length of the Ireland Way. So, I mean, for length, the Ireland Way tops all of them, um, but they're very easy parts of the Ireland way and they're very difficult parts of the Ireland way. So it's, it's difficult to quantify that question. But, understand, yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely, if you want to challenge yourself, then yeah, definitely, it's definitely one to challenge yourself on. Brilliant. Um, so I suppose um, with the passing of uh, Louise and you had another friend, friend that passed away as well, that, that's what kind of spurred you on to, to walk for charity or, and um, like, I'm just kind of wondering, which did did one did they come together? Did the walk come first? Did doing an event for charity come first? It all came together. It all sort of tied together at the funeral, and I just had the brainwave. I wanted to walk the Ireland. I said I wanted to walk the Ireland way. I was told about the charities, and it just it just it just there was it just there was just a moment that it all sort of interthreaded together, and. It, like like that was it. Um, like the other friend you referred to was, was Pierce. Yeah, he actually died the year before. So um, yeah, he died in Germany. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Just it, it literally all came together at the funeral. Okay, very good. And um, right, we're gonna get talking about your videos now. Um, I've watched a lot of your videos on YouTube. They're all fantastically well put together. I have to say. So congratulations on that. And I think for anyone who may be thinking about doing the Breffney Sparrow Walk or the Ireland Way or uh, the whole, uh, the, the Ulster Way even as well, I think it, that's the go-to like for anyone who wants to do that. And I'm sure you have kind of put it in the minds of many other hikers across the country. So fair play to you for that. Um, in your preparation video, uh, you give us a good insight to how you got yourself ready for the hike. I think that's very important. Like, you know, you don't just kind of rock up and start. You know, there's a lot to go into the logistics of... Um, your, your planning, your stages, how you're getting ready and what you've done beforehand. Um, so how long did it actually take from, say, getting the idea to doing it to actually start putting it in place and uh, getting to the walk itself, I guess? Uh, so Louise's funeral was in, I think it was, was it the end of January, the start of February. And from that moment, I, I had the idea um, I started walking then, um, I started walking, what was it? I think it was the 
the end of August. It was August the 20th then I started walking. So there was that gap. Now, I did want to start earlier. I did want to start earlier in the summer to kind of capitalize on good weather. But um, demands like little is, is, is at, it, I, I work in little. So it's, it's, at, it's at its busiest during the summer. So they kind of wanted me to pull it back. But, you know, so yeah. So it, it took a number of months to kind of get ready and all that sort of stuff. But it's, I suppose it's funny in your question, you know, you're, you're saying uh, for me to get ready. I wasn't prepared at all, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I wasn't prepared at all for it. I thought I thought it might have been, but I definitely wasn't prepared for it at the start. Yeah, it's like um, like I've read different bits of pieces and listened to a lot of different podcasts, and someone kind of says, "If you wait until the day you're ready, that day will never come." You know, so start now and then do what you have to do along the way. Uh, I think that goes towards a lot of things in life, and you could, there's a lot to be learned from that. You know, start today and get on as you get on you know um brilliant okay so um yeah one moment before that so you're probably uh, a little bit nervous as before you started off what was the what was the the head like the night before in castletown bear uh, i was bricking it to be honest with you yeah. <laughs> I, was very, I was very nervous um i think i got more nervous as the morning started and um, I decided to put on my pack and because of my nerves and not thinking cleverly, my pack weighed about 20 kg. That's right. Yeah. It was a little bit on the yeah, heavy and, yeah. And I, I quickly had to do a reshuffle and ended up, I got it down to 16 kg in the end, but even that was too much, way too yeah. much. Yeah. And I, I thought I, I thought I'd have. And you can, had you the, can see it on you in the videos as well. You can see this man walking. I was like, that bike looks heavy, you know. Uh, <laughs> definitely it was, do without it was, a couple of things. It was room. a killer. It was a killer, especially going over the heart. Like the your biggest elevation is at the start if you start from Castletown Bears. So, I mean, yeah. going over Hungry Hill and going over the Sugarloaves, it was pure, pure daftness, really, pure daftness. Yeah. So I, I suppose that'd be my advice to anybody <laughs> if they're doing it. Don't, don't pack as light as you can, especially at the start. Um, I suppose I could empathise with you a bit. I did um, Mizzen to Malin back in 2016 um, and started down uh, at Mizzen, stayed the night before Angolian. And like that, uh, the night before, I was like, oh crap. I won't say, I won't, I'll do my best not to swear uh, during this podcast and uh, all the episodes I'm doing. But uh, yeah, the, 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 inner, the inner conversation just wasn't, <laughs> wasn't fantastic. Um, I was like, why, why are you doing this, you know? Um, but uh, no, um, I suppose a couple of days into it, it was fine. But like that, uh, also packed too much. Um, I think I had three sets of kit. I had uh, heavy, I had a pair of jeans. Oh, I had far too much stuff. I even brought magazines. I thought to myself, oh, you're going to be staying in hostels and stuff. You don't want something to read, like, you know? You don't need magazines. You have your phone. You can read any amount of the things on your phone, you know? So um, by the time I got to go, I actually gave something like four kilograms of stuff away to uh, the people I was staying with, you know? So yeah, I could, I could uh, when I was watching your videos, I was like, I know exactly, exactly how he felt or uh, where, where, where this is going to go, which is funny. Uh, now, uh, the night before you started as well, you had your cards read by your, by landlady. Um, uh, well, it was, well, it was, it was uh, I was staying, she did, had an Airbnb, so I was yes. uh, staying there the night. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, did that, 
not playing your mind, but like, was there times across the walk you're thinking, is this what she was talking about, or is this what this card meant, or was there any of that going on? Uh, I suppose uh, the, the the funniest thing was uh, I think day four I started on Schlegel took Miss Cree and mm. that was a particularly hard that was probably one of the hardest days of the actual like, I spoke to a few people in the Ireland way and if you can if you can get past the fourth day your chances of completing it are much higher yeah. yeah much higher you know what I mean if you if you if you can get past Gugambara and keep yeah. going. It's much, but the, those first three, those first four days are a killer. And the morning of my first day, I mean, my, my feet just started to blister. I was pounding yeah. on on, on uh, country lanes. And next thing, this um, sculpture of this wooden angel appeared as 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 as, as I. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Like, it's like bloody hell. Grace's angels are. Uh, they must be. They must be uh, spurring me on or something. But um. Oh yeah, like I did. I did. Like Grace is a lovely woman. I I I, I thought of that. Uh, yeah. Times during it, but that that moment in particular definitely always stand out in me. Going, uh, something's going on here. Brilliant. Um. So just when you talk about uh, Sligail, so talk. To, uh, is it Muskree? Muskree. Uh, Muskree. Muskree. Um. I, I, now, in fairness, I've probably murdered that. So. Oh well, look. Uh, you're, it could, it's probably safe to say that your body started to rebel a bit. Uh, so tell us more about breaking in your boots, your feet, um, getting yeah. the body Yeah, I suppose the boots, the boots I'd broken in beforehand. Um, but my the problem was I didn't alternate. I didn't bring another pair of boots. What I should have done, looking back, I should have brought my hiking boots for the mountains and then um, hiking shoes for the road. Okay. I just had the, the, the heavy the, the hiking boots on the whole time. Um, yeah, my, my shoulders, because of the weight, my shoulders, like, the, you could see the design of my strap on my shoulders. So I had these little circles. Imprints or whatever, yeah. Yeah, the imprints on, 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 on my shoulders. And... Um, you know, uh, the, the body just started getting really tired, um, but the feet were the worst. Like I had, I had three blisters. I ended up having three blisters on my left foot and four blisters on on my right. And um, yeah, it just, I just, just kept walking, just kept going. Uh, I got a message from um, this guy in where is he from? Canada, and uh, he he said, "What you do is." I'll try not to swear as well. Just say, you powerful Irish mother, beep. And I literally, if anybody heard me, they'd think I was absolutely insane. But I was literally going up the mountains with the poles, <laughs> going, you powerful Irish and just roaring it. And it, it got me through. But I mean, I absolutely destroyed my feet. The next day, I was meant to walk, I don't know, what was I meant to walk? I was meant to walk 20-something K. Yeah. I made about 12 to the nearest village, the next village, and I just plant yeah. myself in a bar stool, and that was me for the day. Was that Balnagiri, was it? No? Balnagiri, yeah. And uh, the locals find you someplace to stay, and you got Yeah, taken as, soon, so, as soon as I got in, I was given a pint, sat down, told them what I was doing. Um, Did they look at you as if you had 40 heads? <laughs> I got a very strange look. You get, you, you get a look. They, yeah. They look I mean, yeah, they look at you as come in the door and then down at their pint glasses and they look at the barman and they kind of look at each other and then they kind of look back at you and it's kind of like, uh, but I just, I, I just went in kind of 
I tried being as smiley as possible, even though I was in so much pain. And I just ordered a pint and said, how are you all doing? And then, of course, the questions start. And once the questions start, then it's, it's, they're very, very eager to find out more. And you love those conversations as well, though. Like, uh, I remember being in Goline the night before I started Business Mallon. And walked in anyway, and uh, I was wearing my Cavan Tri-Club uh, cycling jacket, you know. So this was going to be my cycling jacket for when I was bucking it out of the heavens, but also it was nice enough that you could wear out if you needed to. And uh, I had my jacket on, and this fella says, I'm not going to try a Cork accent. And I was like, uh, you're from Cavan? I says, yeah. What are you doing here? He says, I'm starting a cycle tomorrow. I'm cycling from Mizzen to Mallon. You're doing what? I says, I'm cycling from Mizzen to Mallon. I'm starting tomorrow. It's going to take me about a week. And where's the rest of them? It's most just myself. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just these utter looks of disbelief. And, uh, and they were like, why? And I was like, something to do with bit of a challenge you know and uh all i was thinking of like loads of people do the cycle loads of people start in goalie and do uh missing the mallon like how is this surprising to you you know but it was and but the like that the crack and the conversation we had for the, the hour or whatever it was now it was just it was just mighty but uh, yeah. I, can only, I can only imagine that that happened to you several times across uh the trip oh multiple times like it's it, it's almost Every time I stopped somewhere, I'd meet just someone. I, they'd have this amazing story. Like, I love listening to people's stories. I absolutely mm. love it. Um, I wish I could have filmed more people. Uh, some people didn't want to get in front of the camera, which is, of course, totally understandable. Yeah. Uh, some people allowed me to film them. Um, but just... just the variety of people you meet at, at, at every place and they're all so welcoming and warm and they want to find out about you and they're so eager to tell to, to tell you about them and it's just yeah I just yeah some of the it's just it's just I, I'm just so blown away by 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 how amazing yeah uh, many amazing conversations I had yeah, and like you can see that in some of your videos. Um, there was another point to think you're in Northwest Cork. Now you met a few characters, quite a wild accent, um, and you find that everywhere. To say the least. Ireland. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there was a guy trying to divine, doing some uh, water divination as well. It's uh, yeah. So basically, yeah, basically what happened was I was I was walking and I met. They, I just happened to meet one guy coming down on this green buggy. Yeah. And I was like, fair enough, I'll try and stop this fella and see who he <laughs> you want to chat. Um, and uh, yeah, he stopped, he, he chatted away to me, and next thing the buck with the, with the, the water diviner came by cycling, yeah. and he and he stopped, pulled in the bike, and wanted to know what was going on, and the two of them were mates. Yeah. So they chatted away and talking away, and I was telling them what I was doing, and we were chatting, and the next thing, a car pulled up in the middle of the road, and the third guy got out, and his um, his niece, I think it was. And uh, next thing, all of us were chatting. All of us were having the crack. All of us were having the banter. Uh, they got in front of the camera. and loved it. But the funny thing was, they thought I was taking photos. <laughs> they, they, so, so they kept stopping for the photos. And then they'd start talking to each other and be telling each other off because they thought they were in the photos. So I was just filming the whole thing. And uh, yeah, I just couldn't grasp that. But uh, yeah, they wanted to bring me... They wanted to bring me to, there's a pub on the border between uh, Cork and Kerry. It's like the highest pub in Ireland. Oh. And, um, 
they wanted to bring me there for a few pints, but unfortunately I had to keep moving and I had to, cause yeah. obviously really starting the journey. So I had to yeah, try and keep, keep making tracks. But uh, no, they wanted me to come along and have a few pints. That third guy was on another YouTube video um, where he's talking. There's three of them talking at a bar and one of them has, has a lamb and they're talking to some guy interviewing them. I'm sure nobody has a clue what anybody's saying. And yeah, so it's, 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 it's hilarious. Was this on like RTE or? Uh, it was the examiner. It was the examiner. Yeah. So if you go to YouTube and type in uh, the, the highest bar in Ireland, you'll get like, there's three guys and one of them's him. And uh, yeah, it's it's so funny because you literally just don't have a clue what they're saying. It's mad. Would you always get told that the highest bar in Ireland is Johnny Fox's up in Dublin? You know, so. Maybe. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Uh, I don't know. This this is this maybe is maybe that's just for uh, pr- promotional uh, oh, promotional purposes. Now. We'll, have to, we'll have to have a look at this other one. Um, that's gas. That's good. Um, now, um, Eva joined you several times uh, across your trip. Um, how important was it to have? you know, an extra pair of feet walking beside you? Um, yeah, no, listen, it was like she saved me a number of times. Um, you know, she was there through a couple of my really dark times, but uh, she was always a phone call away if, if, if I needed her as well. Uh, she literally was amazing. Um, you know, I couldn't have done a lot of what I've done so far without her, mm. even without the walk, you know what I mean? So, like, like, like she was brilliant. Um, uh, but I suppose it's an interesting it's a, it, it's an interesting dynamic when somebody joins you because number one they're not conditioned to walking as you're walking okay. you know what I mean yeah so they're 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 a bit slower they're a bit rustier but they don't want you to know that so they try and keep up pace with you you yeah. know what I mean yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely know what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I suppose like another thing is like uh, me in particular, I just go into a zone. I like I don't listen to any music when I'm doing anything. I just I just have nature and my head, and I just keep walking. And Aoife is quite a chatterbox, and it quite quite funny because she joined me, and I'd just be zoning out because it's what I was condi- it's what I conditioned myself to do. And there'd be a whole 10 minute conversation where she's talking at me where I don't have a clue what she said. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's only kind of after 10 minutes when she asked me a question, I realized that she's actually been talking to me. You know what I mean? So there's kind of. It's one of those smile, nod, and say yes every 30 seconds. Oh, no, there was no chance of doing that even. No, she not even that. hadn't been listening. But it was just, it was an interesting thing trying to get back into. She joined me for a couple of days and it was interesting kind of getting, I, to try and get back into that socializing mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really, really funny sort of a, a dynamic when people join you. Because you just, cause, because you're so used to being in, the, uh, being alone, being in the wilderness, you don't talk to anyone except in your head. That you then have to kind of teach yourself how to talk to people again who's walking with you. You know what I mean? So it's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a strange one. Very good. Um, by day 11, you'd made it to Ballyorgan, um, and you were after having a tough day in the Ballyhorra Mountains. Um, there was a great night in the village inn. Uh, it's documented well on your video. Uh, it is, it is, it is. Uh, a few uh, few shaking hand movements, and it wasn't because I was tired. I'll tell you that. No, I don't it? imagine. Yeah, listen, it was a great night. I, I popped in there, and I literally didn't have a clue what was going on, that's Valley Oregon, very quiet village, one pub town, 
at one pub village. Um, they're only open the weekends. So I was just going to ask, was it the weekend? Because something similar happened a week later on day 18. And I was like, that has to be a Friday night or a Saturday, like, you know. <laughs> exactly what it was. It was a, it was a Saturday night. Um, yeah, I popped in there. Um, if, see, but that's the thing. If it, was, if it was another day, it would have been closed. Yes. Ah, uh, popped in there. Um, people kind of looked at me as I walked in the door because because they're only open the weekend, I was the first person to walk the Ireland way who had actually popped in there. Okay. Yeah. 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 So they'd never even heard about this thing before. Right. You know? And they were fascinated. And yeah. So it ended up in a sing song and it was, uh, it was, it was great crack was my view. That's pretty much it. Very good. And uh, in another bar, it sounds like the big Irish bar tour, but like in another bar in Capo Heights, you met uh, three fantastic uh Three fantastic guys, and they're telling you all about the history of Capo White and the fighting men of Capo White. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone else. Uh, I definitely think anyone who's watching this should definitely go and watch all of your YouTube videos from uh, the Ireland Way and everything that's on your YouTube channel. But uh, I, I, it was great to kind of to break up uh, your walk and to be able to go and have these conversations and to learn a bit about where you're walking and uh, what was going on in these places. Yeah, like I think, like. Hiking videos, hiking videos can be a bit boring because it's literally only wilderness. You know, it's, it's literally all the mountains or stuff like that. But like when you're walking something like the Ireland Way, it's not just about the walking. It's about the place you're walking through. It's history. Um, it's, on, it's about the people that you meet along the way. I, and it's and, and it's about the culture and the the different stories that you encounter and the only way you can really find that out is by talking to people and if I was to make a video of just me walking the Ireland way it, it would have been rubbish you know what I mean so I, I I felt like I'd be doing it a disservice if I didn't try and document and record some of the stories and some of the people that I met along the way because it, because it is such an important aspect to it and it probably is one of the best things about it very good yeah absolutely um okay so through the first couple of videos uh, it documents your first uh, two weeks and they seem to be the hardest uh, the first two weeks definitely look to be the hardest but your spirits began to lift after that and even though your feet were still at you and you weren't letting that get the better of you and your your humor just seemed to be much better and it was going well um so you know that, that was definitely evident in your videos as well which was great um now josephine and lucy uh did they give you lodgings along your way i think this is just after day 18 um yeah sorry you go to day 18 day 18 you stayed in the friars tavern yeah so, no, that was a uh... That was uh, 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 Laura. Yeah. And Laura. Um, uh, unbelievable. I uh, got there. I can't remember his name. Is Paul or John? I think it's Paul. So I got to the Friars Tavern anyway. I just walked, I think, nearly 30 kilometers. Uh, a lot on country lanes. So, I mean, I was, I was shattered. Um, and I got there. And, of course, uh, if, nobody, if nobody has seen a picture of me, um, I suppose the best way to describe me is a scruffy-looking Jesus. Yeah. Um, 
you know, a big, mad, bushy, long hair, big beard. Um, but like Jim McGuinness, uh, early 90s, I thought. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, and yeah, I got there and next thing I met Paul. I think his name is Paul. I'm not sure it's Paul. But I met him anyway and he was after finishing his day job and he was just going into the pub. Right. And I looked at him and he looked at me and I said, you're not open, are you? He turned around and goes, no, sorry, we're not open for another two hours. I go, all right, okay. And he goes, do you want a, do you want a tea? And he, like, he must have thought, this guy, he looks an absolute shambles. I've just got to give him something. <laughs> so, I mean, he brought me in, had a, give, a, give, give me a cup of tea. I was, I was so happy with the cup of tea. I was going to walk on another couple of cane and, and, and camp in the woods. But, um, yeah, he, has, he had a bar and he had a function room at the back. So he was having a do for the first responders in the back. Okay. Uh, he was cooking dinners and his dad came down talking to me. And next thing, not only have I, not only have I tea, tea, I've now got three pints and I've got a whole salmon dinner with potatoes and veg. And I mean, like, I mean, it was one of the most orgasmic things I'd ever had. And, you know, <laughs> time you're eating you're not eating you're eating crap like it. Well, you're not eating crap you're eating you're not sitting down and eating meals and no, stuff no no you're not you're eating on the go oh, it was just, just unbelievable and then I was about I was about ready to get going and um, they asked me where am I staying I said I'm going to camp in the woods oh I better not you can camp at the back of the place oh I, I said perfect right so I'd set up my tent by that time Paul had uh, Paul didn't know this he had gone to uh, his hurling with his kids and by the time he came back he came around he said what are you doing he said oh your wife said i could camp there tonight she's no 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 you're not you can set up your sleeping bag uh, when they all go from the function room we'll have the fire on for you and everything so i mean that night i was drinking i was i was drinking with the locals i was having the crack and then i went into the function room set up my uh, set up my sleeping bag and just fell asleep in front of the fire I mean, just, I mean, just the, the hospitality. Oh, man, you couldn't, couldn't. It was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay, and like that happened several times, uh, you know, where people's generosity just really came to the fore and uh, put you up. And, uh, you know, what have you to say to people like that? Oh, just thank you so much because, like, it it's it helps so many times. Like any time that you're down and you're feeling down, there just always there always seem to be someone that just give you a little bit of a hand. Whether it's a, just a bit of a conversation, whether it's just a bit of whatever, or even let you stay. Let even if they let you sleep on the floor. Like I mean, it's just mm. it's the generosity of people is just it 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 definitely gives you a different perspective on humanity. Definitely brilliant. Okay, so this brings an end to part one of my chat with Mike Quinn. In part two, we talk all about the Leitrim Way, the Cavan Way, the Ulster Way, and finishing the Ireland Way. We also talk about uh, videography, Mike's mountaineering, and other stuff. Okay, so there's more to come, and I hope you enjoy part two when it comes out. Until the next time, see you later.